Howdy y'all, Dan Scotland here, joining you from Legal Massachusetts, heartland of America. I can be found anywhere you find podcasts, such as iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. You can find me on Twitter when I'm not taking breaks on Twitter, at Pod on Getter at Pod. And if you want to kick this podcast a few extra bucks, you can do so by going to Cash App and going and 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 my username on Cash App is Cash Sign I am Cannabis Sativa. Few extra bucks would go a long way towards reinvesting into the podcast, paying for hosting, um, paying for equipment, paying to go to conferences, um, and and to get you more coverage. That's going to help help medicate you, and this is going to help you to make uh, responsible cannabis decisions. Um, responsible, affordable, and pragmatic decisions. Um, any little bit helps. But let's get to it. Um, so this this story is from Mont, Mont, Montclair Local um, out of New Jersey. And every time, a rec- every time a state starts recreational sales, um, again, I mean, most states that do recreational already had medical um so when you have two concurring sort of programs when you start off adult use what usually happens is that in a, in a lot of state regulatory boards in at least most of the states i think probably most of the nearly i think 19 or 20 states um there's a rule by each of these state regulatory bodies that states that they must reserve about 20 to 30% supply. Like if a store, if a store sells both adult use and to medical patients with, with, with a card in this, in, in their, in this, in the individual state system, um, they have to, they have to preserve at least 20% of the supply for the medical marijuana patients so that they won't, so that all the supply does not go to the adult use patients that didn't they didn't get the card um and again this is good and this helps but this isn't a guarantee again i've i've talked about it numerous times with my state when when my state went uh legal sales where um again like the first couple sort of months were really rough because i would go to stores like to the extent that I'll still go into the dispensaries um back then I, I I would go I would go to these stores and like um yeah I mean it's just like yeah I mean I would go to these stores and I would I, you know I would have ones near my area where you know I I had I had sort of a favorite strain you know I had one that really worked for my medical conditions um and you know, I and and they'd be stores where I had favorite bud tenders too, to the extent that I'd like the over, uh, to the extent that there were some redeemable qualities of our overpriced program. Again, there even some of the overpriced sort of uh, strains that I've reviewed. Like some of them are good. Like you can get good medical marijuana in Massachusetts, but it's just it's pricey, and and uh, and also it's just grown. For maximum profit and, and gain, um, but 
but yeah, I mean, there are times that even these expensive, puffed-up places can make a okay or good quality product. But again, a 50 and 8th, you know, I had to tap out of their program two years ago. It was just, it became ridiculous. Um, but yeah, I've always warned that the supply would run low. Um, again, when I was, when the adult use stores opened in Massachusetts, um, a couple months after, like, again, when I would go to the dispens- medical dispensaries I was used to going to, um, some of the strains that I liked, they, they, set, they, they set those aside for the adult use patients. And the way it would work in, in, in some adult use states is that if, a, if the, that the adult use and medical registries are, 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 are completely separate, and if um, a medical patient sees something on the adult use line, they have to go to the adult use line instead of the medical marijuana line, and then they have to pay that 20, 30, whatever percent tax. You know, and um, also a lot of the strains get moved to the adult use. So if something was medically beneficial and it gets sold to some 23-year-old Brad who wants to impress Kaylee at the, at the, flipping, at the fr- flipping sorority party or frat party, no, excuse me, soror- frat party, excuse me. He wants to impress Kaylee or whatever Brad wants to do. So, you know, he just wants to get high. He wants to, wants, wants to impress her and, and talk a good game to her or whatever. Like... Like that, instead of that strain going to someone, to some thirty-something that works two or three jobs, or some forty-something that works two or three jobs, has two kids and has to provide for them, despite having their their illness that requires medical marijuana, um, it's not really making that distinction. And um, y- you know, and, and supply gets 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 taken. I mean. There's not enough supply in the first couple months, and you're going to see that with New Jersey. And New Jersey medical patients are already raising the alarm. So let's read the article. Medical marijuana patients worry New Jersey dispensaries won't have enough supply. By Sophie Nieto Munoz, New Jersey monitor. Amy Marie Keller dislocates up to 100 joints per day. The 46-year-old who suffers from the connective tissue disorder, Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, is nearly housebound in constant pain and uses a cane to walk on the few days she goes out. I can relate to having to use a cane sometimes. Like, my, like, my, like, like, bunions, and like, my, my, my feet, like, the arthritis, my feet can be so bad I have to do that sometimes. Like, sometimes I can't even, sometimes I'll wake up, I, I can't even go to the bathroom to, like, brush my teeth because, like, my feet are so, they get so stiff and curled up. It's like you don't want to do anything. And when you try to unstiff it, you create even more pain paradoxically, but that that's what helps, you know? And um, it, it really, really sucks. Um, but, yeah, I can relate to that. I really can. Um, chronic pain is no joke. But let's let's continue. Her body does not produce collagen correctly, which causes her finger to bend backwards when she taps a smartphone and her skin to easily bruise. Keller is allergic to opioids, ephedrine, and fragrances. The only thing that helps her symptoms is marijuana with high THC content. Again, we have to we have to not be a, as thirty somethings 
Heck, everyone in general that's above 21, we have to not be afraid to be like, hey, we like THC. That, that stuff works for our pay. It works for mine. I work a job with a lot of... Um, I work another contract job where I'm doing a lot of heavy lifting. I've, I've, I've had days I just do CBD. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to do CBD to, to knock out this pain. And the CBD helps, and it's more effective than ibuprofen. But once, once I have THC... That pain goes from like a seven to, to a three. The the CBD brought it down to a five, brings it down to a five by itself. I'm still in pain and still five, five, uh, four and a half. I'm still in pain, but getting it down to a three, two and a half with, the, with that THC. Again, we have to not be, we have to not be afraid to be like, hey, THC is very effective with pain relief. And, and sometimes I have a little bit of fun when I do, when, when I do it, who cares? Let my let my over twenty one year old butt do it. We have to we have to we have to tell the powers that we that, that we're not ashamed of THC. Like it's enough's enough with this. Since October twenty thirteen, Keller has depended on New Jersey's medical marijuana market to live her daily life. Now that New Jersey's medical marijuana sector is expanding to recreational users, Keller fears she won't be able to obtain the same amount of marijuana she needs. During an interview, she broke down in tears. I'm afraid to die because I don't have access to my medication and I don't have a black market connect, she said. I'm so scared. Keller is one of 130,000 medical marijuana patients in New Jersey grappling with the state's decision to allow 13 medical dispensaries to begin serving recreational patients, a move intended to jumpstart the state's adult use market. The state expects 830,000 recreational users to join the market once it launches in the coming weeks after dispensaries secure the necessary permits. Keller is one of 130,000... Okay, I already read that. The state's, regu the state's Cannabis Regulatory Commission approved medical dispensaries known as alternative treatment centers to sell weed for any adult 21 or older, as long as those dispensaries prioritize patients. You hear that, Massachusetts? Again, Massachusetts is the worst adult use state ever. All right. Um, when we start, okay, we voted on adult use in 2016, and it was not until November of 2018 that we got the first stores. Um, New Jersey voted on it, 2020 and you know we're into early 2022 with stores so it's like it's like it only took about like a year and a half or so for 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 um for new jersey and it took two years for for grassachusetts again grassachusetts is the worst adult use state ever and i'm seeing that son who lives here um Again, 2018, we had two two adult use stores open the first day in, in, in Western Massachusetts. One in Western Massachusetts, in, you know, near the flagship uh, college campus, and then one in, in Central Massachusetts. You didn't even put it in the major population areas. And also, um, we had about, like, I want to say by 2018, we had about, like, 20-something, almost 30-something medical dispensaries. So we could have, we could have, we we could have, we could have licensed those medical dispensaries 
to have sold adult use. Heck, we could have done it. We could have done it like at that, at, you know, at that in the same time frame New Jersey did, but we didn't. Let's keep it pushing. During Monday's commission meeting, dispensary representatives explained that they would implement exclusive hours, special parking for patients, home delivery, and more. One company said that they'd keep one of their facilities open for medical marijuana use only. It is unclear what, when sales will start in Montclair, which passed an ordinance last summer to allow multiple kinds of marijuana businesses in town. Representatives of Ascend, Bloomfield Avenue Medical Dispensary, have told Montclair Local that they have been able to apply for a local license because the township hasn't yet completed its application process. They're hoping the Montclair Township Council will authorize Ascend to sell marijuana for recreational use by passing a resolution as governing bodies in Franklin and Rochelle Park did for the dispensary's other locations by bypassing the need for a local application. Interim Township Attorney Paul Barr or Paul Burr, excuse me, said earlier this month that request for was under consideration that a Senate spokesperson said this week that the company hasn't yet heard anything new. Patients like Keller fear the market that they depend on for medicine, for medicine, excuse me, will be saturated with people flooding dispensaries in search of legal recreational marijuana. Unadvising people to stock up on their, on, on, stock up now on weed on, the, on their weed because I expect there to be a run on it. Again, yeah, we like on on in on episodes where we talked about what to expect when your adult use state um, launches. We highly recommended that medical patients stock up in anticipation of supply shortages like this. Um, stock up, people, if you live. To, to my many awesome listeners in New Jersey, thank you, thank y'all for holding it down as always. But yeah, stock up, stock up, people. If you live in New York, stock up. If you live in New Mexico, stock up. Your supply is gonna, your supply of your patients is gonna run out. Arizona, stock up. Continue to do so. All these states need to continue to stock up for sure. And Maryland, congrats on you guys. Stock, stock up, because n- next year, next few years, going to be rough. Going to be rough. You're going to run the same problems in a few years that New Jersey's running into. All right, but let's, let's continue. As soon as the first one opens up, medical patients won't be able to access it anymore said Peter Rosenfield, a medical marijuana patient since 2011, involved with the Coalition for Medical Marijuana in New Jersey and the New Jersey Cannabis Trade Association. Alternative treatment centers have trouble keeping up with demand for medical patients, he said. 13 dispensaries won't be enough to handle nearly a million new customers, he said. Not to mention the people who will come from neighboring states where legal sales haven't started. Cough, cough, Delaware. Cough, cough, Pennsylvania. They're springboarding off the medical program, which is barely able to keep up as is, he said. If they were going to license new dispensaries for recreational, that would be different. The state has said there would be retailers applying for licenses to open recreational dispensaries are not ready yet. Rosenfield wants a slow transition period one that would limit recreational sales to twice a week and gradually increase the amount as we learn how many people 
the market can serve. He said it might take up to three years for the medical and recreational markets to function smoothly. The biggest concern for patients is supply, said Ken Woloski, executive director for the Coalition of Medical Marijuana in New Jersey. But he said he's optimistic that the Cannabis Regulatory Commission won't move forward with regulatory cannabis sales without ensuring everyone's needs will be met. End quote. There will be definite... There'll definitely, there's definitely anxieties, but I think that the CRC is doing a good job and have evaluated it very closely, he said. I personally don't think that the patient population is going to be terribly impacted, but I've been wrong before. During the CRC's March 24 meeting, the panel declined to move forward with approving recreational sales, saying dispensaries were 100,000 pounds short of the cannabis needed for the increased demand. Lawmakers criticized the commission for the inaction and said that they'd host meetings focused on any delays. But Jeff Brown, the commission's executive director, said on Monday's meetings that the medical dispensaries proved that they could meet demand of both medical and recreational. We've been monitoring supply, and I can tell you that the supply in the market is increasing every month. The amount of cannabis and cannabis products in the market is going up, he said. Matt... Matt Darren is the president of Caraleaf, a medical dispensary that has locations in in Bel Belmar, Bordenstown, Bordentown, and Edgewater. Darren said that his firm has plans for a call center and webinar to offer lo- information on medical payments, special hours, daily hours just for medical patients, and exclusive lines and cashiers. The fa- facilities is also increasing staff and parking spaces. He said. We are preparing many months for this, and we've tripled our cultivation capacity in the state. We have more than ample supply of available product to service the medical and recreational market. In the event of any shortage of products, we will prioritize medical patients. Keller doesn't have faith that everyone will get the medicine they need under the combined markets. She said that her needs are specific strains to be able to function in her daily life and won't be able to stock up since she usually reaches her three-ounce monthly limit set by state law. Again, all this makes a very good case for for legal home grow in every single state. Full stop. Some of the updated changes like early hours and exclusive parking won't help her, she said. She can't stand for too long and she can't wait in line. And she can't drive, so she depends on her 75-year-old father for rights. Wow. 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 But you have a lot of bootlickers in this country that say that improving public transit is communism and tyranny. Yet people like this fall through the cracks and have to have their 75-year-old dad take them around. I've had car issues. I've had car trouble before. I've had to go without a car. America treats you like shit in most states if you don't have one. I usually try to avoid swearing, but again, I've... You know, I've I've been through it, so it's just the, the pain, the pain, and and how I feel has to just come out right now. Let's let's wrap up. The way this has been decided, it feels almost evil. Like let's screw the medical patients over and pull the rug from under them. She said, "I'm praying very hard that something will change and someone will listen to us." Both Keller and Rosenfield noted that medical users have been asking for delivery service since the pandemic started, but it's only been implemented now as the recreational market 
begin sales. Money is the big driver. Simple things that would help patients a lot. We get no cooperation from the state, Rosenfeld said. End of article. Alright, so... So, my recommendation, again, we don't recommend anyone break state, local, federal law, is that this person take a small alleged vacation, um, acquire a few passenger pigeons or saber-toothed tigers, and head over to the Pine Street State state of Maine that has both adult use and medical. And again, I have to look if New Jersey, if they accept New Jersey's medical cards, I, I don't know. Um, but if they do, that, um, that would be a good thing to check out. And some places, some places are delivery, some caregivers are delivery only. So you can just, you can just be at like a McDonald's or whatever. They'll, they'll drive to, to, to you at that McDonald's. You pay them and you, you allegedly get your medicine or your passenger pigeons. It's, it's, it's great. But if you're listening to this, that's, that's what I, that's what I'd recommend. But enough for me. I can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, Castbox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. You can also find me on Instagram at underscore I am Cannabis Sativa and on Twitter at IC Sativa. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao.